Welcome to the good, the bad, and the show. Come on in and enjoy the ride. But yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's finally a very political movie. Yeah, lots of political things happen in this movie. It's Uh, definitely a talk about the war, the war and conflict in Yemen. You pay attention to it. So No Way Home was amazing. It was, it was a good movie. It was, it was an amazing Spider-Man movie. It was a good movie. I don't know if I'd call it amazing. I enjoyed it. For it's me, a flawed movie. For me, I love it. Every second. But I, I have a special place for everything Marvel. So. In other words, he buys Marvel-flavored lube. Marvel, no. Marvel-flavored lube. That's that's your special place. That's fine. That's... I respect you in your special place for your Marvel Marvel flavored lube. That is, that is so not a thing. He gets so mad. He gets so used to... Google it. Google it. I bet it's a thing. If I don't, it exists, I don't, there's porn for it. I don't <laughs> want it on my search history. Thanks. If it exists, <laughs> that's, there's that's lube for it. That's the, all I'm gonna say. If it exists, there's lube for it. That's not so. that's not a thing I need in my life. Um or my brain. Oh, but apparently your butt loves it. No, shut your mouth. Spider Man no way home. Spider Man? Spider Man? <laughs> Spider Man fights whatever a fighter can. It's a web, fights some people. Spider Man, Spider Man. Look out! Here comes the Spider Man. I'd watch it. Six seasons in a movie. I'm gonna kill you. I swear to God. Uh, no, actually, all right. Um, I did like the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm very critical of superhero movies, especially the MCU, because I do feel like they suffer from so much exposure. Like, there, there's a lot of homogenization to the to superhero movies at this point, and this movie really didn't suffer from that, like some others have. Let's not talk about the Eternals again. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, it was a good movie. It had a good, followable plot. All of the characters got plenty of screen time, even Flash Gordon. Yeah, for some reason. (laughs) No, I love their Flash Gordon. It means we'll never get the um, Agent Venom uh, issue that I want to see. But unless they do some weird parallel universe thing where that guy comes out really hulky and badass and missing legs. (laughs) At which point then, hell yeah! That Flash Gordon, but um, other than that, yeah, the movie no, brought no. back Andrew Garfield, who I always felt got the shaft as Spider-Man because way better of an actor than Tobey Maguire, and his movies were—I mean, except for like movies themselves being <laughs> retarded, um, and Emma Stone not making a whole lot of sense as uh, it's... also didn't make a whole lot of sense that they were casting like thirty-year-olds to play teenagers. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I always have an issue with them casting like thirty-year-olds to play teenage people. Like sometimes, some movies will do as a joke. You ever so watch the TV show The After Party, which is hilarious, and you should watch it. They flash between them being adults and teenagers, and it's the same people, but it's it's obviously the same people, and it's supposed to be funny. Um, but like in a serious like movie, where like. Yeah, I'm like a junior in high school, and he's got like you know, obviously got the five o'clock shadow from being like 
in his 30s. <laughs> Andrew Garfield did a good job in that movie. I just feel like their mistake was they should have had him be college Peter Parker instead of high school Peter Parker. That's... In the comics, he's college Peter Parker way more than he's high school Peter Parker. Why do we keep going back to high school Peter Parker? Yeah, especially... Oh, lizard! That that is a good question. Why why do we keep going back to high school Peter Parker? Because we never get to anything else Spider Man. Because you only give the motherfucker three movies, and then you're like, okay, oh. done. Oh, so in the second Spider Man movie for the Sam Raimi, they did college Peter Parker, except they made him act just like high school Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> like, from, I felt the Andrew Garfield movies is the perfect time to start in the middle of college Peter Parker, Lizard is a college Peter Parker villain. It's his college professor in the comics. Like, it would have made perfect sense. And instead they were like, no, nah, we're going back to... And we're going to bring Gwen Stacy in. Why? <laughs> and we're going to kill her. I mean, that does happen in the comics. Or we're going to kill her in the stupidest way possible. Why? <laughs> oh, they do fix I'm... that scene in this movie. Yeah, I mean... Andrew it... Garfield saves MJ the way he couldn't save Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Yeah, because he didn't think about it the first time around, and he broke her neck. Oh, it's his problem. His web fingers weren't long enough. <laughs> Jesus. What? <laughs> I also love how they acknowledge that in the Tobey Maguire movies, they didn't feel like adding a scene where he invented webbing, so they made the webbing come out of his skin. And I love how Garfield and Hall and Spider-Man were like, dude, I've been making that shit myself. <laughs> and I laughed the whole time. Yeah, and that's I mean, a good th that's not exactly a non-comic canon thing. That's I'm pretty sure Ultimate Spider-Man. That is a Mi Miles Morales is Spider-Man is the only Spider-Man to make his own webbing, which is Ultimate Comics. But Ultimate Comics Peter Parker uh, made his webbing in a lab, his high school. Oh, I read some Ultimate Comics like hardcore. I loved Ultimate Comics. I was really. Married. I thought it was Ultimate Spider-Man that that had the the webbing coming out of his hand, arm instead of actually making that's, it. That's that's Miles Morales. They mesh together because it's been like fifteen years. <sighs> Ultimate Comics ended. They mesh together. Trust me, I made I I've made some similar mistakes, um, but. I'm, I know. Miles I'm talking Morales about the, the comic series where Spider-Man ends up getting all mutated, being six-armed, and having it was weird. I was in Ultimate Comics, um, and the Spider-Man with the six arms—that's not Spider-Man. That's a failed clone of Peter Parker that they call Spider-Man's doppelganger. Oh my god, I'm so confused right now. Look up, look up Spider-Man doppelganger. You'll see it, and you're like, oh, that weird bug-eyed monster thing. <laughs> it's like in a Spider-Man suit, but it's got six arms, and it makes terrifying bug noises. Wouldn't lie to you. I mean, I don't... I actually remember when Ultimate Comics Spider-Man came out. I remember the internet reacted to Miles Morales' Spider-Man in one of two ways. That's awesome, or kill it, it's black! Which is terrifying. That that was a thing that happened in modern-day America. Right. But it did. I do, I do remember those reactions. People either loved Miles Morales' Spider-Man or wanted to burn it to the ground. And the first arc of Miles Morales was kind of boring. They basically just did Peter Parker as another character. 
they evolved him over time. Um, I just liked it because he had different powers. He had like a stun shock and camouflage abilities. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he was like a little kid. He was like, I'm like 12. I'm kind of terrified. And they did some cool arcs with him and other Spider-Man characters because in Ultimate Comics, they killed Peter Parker in one of my favorite like serialized comics called The Death of Spider-Man, which was fucking badass uh, comic arc. I was thinking of Miguel O'Hara. Spider-Man 2099 also has organic web shooters. See, I don't, I don't count 2099. I never count them ever. <laughs> but I, I didn't count. I, I've always had a weird thing with 2099. Like I didn't like their uh, X-Men 2099. Their other arcs. Now 1404. Have you ever read Marvel 1404? Uh, that I have not. Um... So it's sure a Neil Gaiman was amazing. I don't, I don't care what so, you say. Marvel fourteen oh four is a Neil Gaiman written Marvel light novel or Marvel graphic novel series. That is, what would happen if the uh, Marvel universe happened in the year fourteen oh four? It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Captain America is actually Captain America from our comic book timeline who fell through a wormhole and landed in the Native American times and became a Sioux warrior. <laughs> um, Thor is actually the god Thor, like Norse mythology, like came on a Norse boat. And uh, the X-Men are called the Witchborn and being hunted by the Catholic Church. <laughs> uh, Peter Parker works for the local, like, Jamestown newspaper. <laughs> and yeah, no, the whole 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 series is fucking awesome. I do recommend. Um, I do recommend. I may have to check that out for sure. It's it's pretty bad. Well, one, Neil Gaiman did it, so like, you know. The other thing he did wrong was the woman he married, which isn't really that she just annoys me. The sound of her singing causes me physical pain. Oh <laughs> my wife loves her. She's a big Dresden Dolls fan. When I first we first started dating, she was like, "You mean Mr. Amanda Palmer?" No, I mean Mr. Neil Gaiman, as in one of the greatest writers in world history. And she goes, "You mean that guy that married Amanda Palmer?" And I go, "I don't know who you are, but we might not keep dating if you keep saying that." <laughs> Unfortunately, we married, had a baby, is now a loudmouth child. Anyway, <laughs> but no. Um, Andrew, Gar I was glad to see Andrew Garfield back. Um, I always felt that he got the short end of the stick on the Spider-Man movies because his acting was phenomenal. The movies just weren't very good. Right. I mean, Emma Stone's acting was fine too, but she was supposed to be playing like a 15 year old and you know, she's my age. So that didn't actually, she's older than I am. Ain't she? How old is Emma Stone now? Um, I mean... Is this, is she older than me? I don't think she's older than me. I think we're like the same age. Emma Stone. I'm I'm honestly not sure. I know she was married to Chris Pratt. She's like my age. Okay. Um. So yeah, Emma Stone was at least closer to that age, but Andrew Garfield was like thirty when the that Spider the first Spider Man movie he was in came out. You know, playing a fifteen year old that makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't be wrong. He looks exactly the same. That guy doesn't age. Unlike Toby Maguire. Yeah, Toby. Toby. Well, I mean, he's also been out of the acting game for quite some time. 
mostly because he's not a very good actor. <laughs> he was. Oh, the worst part about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies was Tobey Maguire's acting. Oh, come on now. I, I, I liked him. Best scene Tobey Maguire was in in film history was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Jesus. Tell your phone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying. It's not listening. It's just, it's a new phone and it has a new notification thing. There's mute. Uh, it's muted. There's probably, you probably got to turn it down and then hit the three dots at the bottom of your volume bar. And then there's a whole bunch of notifications you can turn all the way down. Oh yeah, see? No matter what I turn my volume down to, notification volume's all the way up. Now it's off. You happy? Yes. Yes, I am. Happy? Thank you. Thank you. This I'm is, sorry. That that's, that's as rude as doing it in a movie theater. You know what? Uh, I was gonna be like, I'm gonna whip my dick out, but then I remembered this is an audio thing, so like, oh no, I whip my dick out. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one that has to suffer. Thanks. Uh, I have some Jameson and some Pepsi, so let's make a podcast. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. No, it's not. That's like how every great thing ever gets made. No, that's not true. That's that's how you think something great is being made, and then you wake up the next day and realize it was a train wreck. Every great thing is someone else's train wreck. Remember, people hated the Beatles and old dickheads in the '60s. They became the most famous band in history. This is how the world is. Yes, that's fair. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man! <laughs> I have a weird... So this is my weird thing, and we were talking personally about Batman earlier, because, um, you know, neither of us can wait to watch the new Batman. Yes. Um, <laughs> a huge funny... Because, historically speaking, they changed Batman to be darker and grittier um, after the success of Spider-Man. Because, I don't know if you've ever watched... Red Golden Age Batman comics, they were a lot different. And the Silver Age was very slapstick and funny. Right. Then Spider-Man took this turn of like the like serious everyman trying to fucking save the day and still be a person. Batman tried to do that same thing except Bruce Wayne's a billionaire. <laughs> and, yeah, and they just, they literally like copied a lot of Spider-Man to make like the modern image of how we see Batman is entirely Spider-Man. That's... That, they, that's a good point. I mean, they made Spider-Man yeah, movies. Mean, poor Bruce Wayne can't really be an everyman's man, right? Because he's he's just well, not. Back. Well, I'll actually, <laughs> I, and though I hate the, or I don't hate the Nolan Batman movies. I just hate some of the dialogue in them. For example, and this is actually just maybe that I don't understand rich people. There's you know, a scene no, in it. I'll, I'll I'll take the heat and the flame, and I'll I'll say the exact words that I feel about that. Those three movies can fucking burn in hell. Oh, you're not wrong, though. I I love the second one because I love the the crime thriller that it was. Not that it was a good Batman movie, that it was a good crime thriller. But the line of dialogue I'm about to give you is gonna. Really cement my opinion on the Nolan Batman movies. I... In Batman Begins, there's a scene where Bruce Wayne and his like childhood crush are talking about how they used to steal Alfred's condensed milk. 
whole scene goes on for like five minutes where they're reminiscing about stealing Alfred's condensed milk. You know what? Is it? I don't remember that. And you know why? Because I fucking hate those movies. I would rather watch Joel Schumacher's fucking Batman movies than to ever hear Christian Bale as fucking Batman ever again. No, Christian Bale was definitely the worst thing that ever happened to Batman. No denying that. Was supported by some fantastic casting, though. And I'm sorry. The cast of those movies were awesome. I love Tom Hardy. That was a horrible fucking bane. We don't talk about the last of the Nolan movies. There are only two of them. Because that third one... What was that? That that one. We need to talk about what? this later. We got Spider Man to talk what about. We need to talk that? about Batman later, because this is this is a whole can of worms that we're opening up that we don't need to open up right now. Because if we do, it's gonna derail everything. What was that? No, uh, all right, all right, fine. Back to Spider Man. Because trust me, if you get me started on that third movie, I'm gonna not stop. Bro, I get it. Trust me, I remember being so. Ang- Exactly. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So. No Way Home. Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. Um, fucking. I was actually about to say, Doctor Strange to me was the best part of the whole movie. Uh, mm, like, he had. Okay, hold on. Hold on. The whole scene where he's no longer the Sorcerer Supreme because he was blipped out of existence for five years had me rolling. Because he's just kind of being a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, that he's was. Just- that was hilarious and he had that scene and and then he had the um i personally thought it was funny the whole scooby-doo this shit get get on the the twitter and the internets and scooby-doo this shit and mj fucking gives him sass and then he's like please scooby-doo this shit and walks (laughs) away i loved it no, no, no. When when Peter is like, tell, keep changing the, the aspects of the, the spell he's trying to cast. No! Stop! Please quit! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was like, oh, happy. No, not really. <laughs> no, it's a person. Oh man! So dude. yeah, don't get me wrong. The scenes he were in, he was in were were amazing. But okay. did he have be the real. best scenes? I, like, right, I, I don't know, man. I laughed harder at the interactions between, um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's different Spider-Man portrayal. Like their interactions in entirely were the okay. best. I'm gonna stand by. Um, that Tobey Maguire is a terrible actor. He even is in this movie. But, he's, but because the others do such a good job of acting, he only had to, like, <laughs> for, for it to be okay. Even his lines are way dialed down compared to the other two because Tobey Maguire can't act. Right. But Arfield's rolling around on the rolly chair doing the science stuff had me going. <laughs> Because he was just loving it. Well, he was really brokenhearted when they didn't get the third Spider-Man movie he was promised. Yeah. This year, people are like, so when are you going to do that third Spider-Man movie? He goes, where were you people back in 2012? Well, the cool thing is, is there's been a lot of, <clears throat> I will say speculation, but there has been some talks out of actual Feige and them 
to where we might get. I don't a... trust. I don't trust Sony. I don't believe it until I have a movie in theaters because they lie. I mean, that's fair. That is that is fair. That's why I'm saying it's speculation. But there's been some words out of Feige's mouth here and there in interviews to where we might not only get that third Andrew Garfield movie, but we might be getting a fourth Sam Raimi universe movie. And I hope not. I hate Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. Oh, I know you do because you're a broken individual. And you don't. Because like... I have taste. It's campy. Taste. It's campy. Okay, first off, all three Raimi Spider-Man movies have a obligated five-minute scene of him walking across the flag or swinging his webs across the flag. It takes up five minutes of screen time and it serves no narrative purpose. Yeah, but think of when they came out. Okay, so because they came out in the 2000s, they just have to be bad in general. Let's not forget that most of those movies it's the guy playing Spider-Man talking. Think about who played Spider-Man in those movies. I I know. I don't like, mind Tobey Maguire sound, as his much as you will, do. His, his voice is so irritating. Have you so listened to irritating. yourself? <laughs> Dude, I have a fucking face for radio, bro. My voice is sexy as fuck. Right? Gak. Um. His uh, voice! His voice I have! Um. This voice. Also a substantially better actor than Tobey Maguire. Um. I fake orgasms all the time. Jesus Christ. Listen, ladies just get so, like, they're just like, why haven't you got off yet? Oh, I'm about to. Oh, I'm about to. I, I didn't, but I told them I mouth, did. Spider. I told them I did. Oh. <laughs> all right, back to Spider-Man. Um, the thing about Spider-Man, I'm actually really tired of hearing about Tom Holland's relationship. I feel bad for those kids. They can't go anywhere. Are people pointing cameras in their face? It's got to be horrifying. It it has to be, yes. And I open my phone, and I literally get like seven news feed, like from my news app, alerting me about Tom Holland's relationship. I'm like, those poor kids. <laughs> they, poor children. They, they stand no chance with that kind of pressure. It's awful. Um, Kind of reminds me, so actor who i don't feel bad for the guy who played the main character in the darker than no 50 shades of gray movies i have no idea where he's a really good actor but i remember watching this interview of his wife when the first movie's about to come out and she said oh i told him not to do it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like that man's marriage is over i haven't looked to see if they managed to stay together but couldn't even like <laughs> She was just... That's a grown man. That would like that wasn't one of those things like where uh or uh like what happened to Robert Pattinson where he didn't know what Twilight was when he took the role and then got trapped into it for four movies. Um this was a grown man who had heard what these movies were and agreed to do all of them. And his wife was like, Don't do it, please. And he was like, Bad. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's over. That's got to be over. Like, Christ. Oh my. 
back to Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Andrew Garfield was amazing. I, I, I've it was good been... to see the guy that... Like, First, I apologize. Look, I've, I've, always, I've always loved their portrayals. I don't care what you say about the Sam Raimis. It's, I love them for different reasons. <laughs> Toby Maguire was a great Peter <laughs> Parker. He was a great... Oh, whoa! Hold on! I thought we didn't lie on this podcast. We don't. In my opinion, he was great as Peter Parker, terrible Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield had the exact opposite. He was in a, he was wonderful as Spider-Man in the suit, being a smartass and being the cool guy, but he could not really pull off Peter Parker. He did. He couldn't tone he down the cool. Disagree. He uh, he couldn't tone down the cool to be oh. nerdy enough for Peter Parker so, at that age. First and foremost, well, that was my earlier complaint. Uh, he was playing college Peter Parker in high school for some reason. And I just feel that Tom Holland is the best of both worlds. Like, he's he's pretty good as the nervous, nerdy kid, like, and then he's really good as the smartass in the suit. I feel like Tom Holland is... Um, the only problem with Tom Holland Spider-Man is I'm as kept going, <laughs> and he's not actually 17 anymore. He's actually, like, 24 now. Um, poor guy. <laughs> Actually, how old is Tom Holland? Yeah, I, but I to be honest, right. he, he's coming back, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's coming back as Spider-Man. Oh, they they already announced his fourth movie. It's he, already been announced. Yeah. They were very But, I mean, he's that. getting other stuff that looks really good. I can't wait to be able to watch Uncharted. It looks really good. Stupid. Stupid. No, it looks Looks good. like the Tomb Raider movies. It, it looks stupid. I want to watch it. Shut your mouth. It looks like shit. How do we say it looks like shit? It's a shitty looking movie by shitty fucking Hollywood to get stupid people to fill in seats. I'm still going to watch it. That, that was all on the top of my head. I didn't plan that at all. That was great. Not really. Anyways. Um... Shut your whore mouth. That was awesome. Anyway, uh, The real showstopper on this movie is and will always be Happy Hogan. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he had the best scenes. They were wrecking his apartment the whole movie. It's fucking John Favreau. Most of the movie is so him rack wrecking his apartment and him calling and asking why they're wrecking his apartment. <laughs> I just love how 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 Peter's sitting there talking to MJ all night over in the seat is fucking happy with his CPAP on. And then he's awake the whole time like, go to bed. <laughs> awake the whole time. Yes. <laughs> You've been listening this whole time, not by choice. <laughs> I fucking love that. Hey, who are those big scary men that just walked into my apartment? He sees them all walking in <laughs> on the camera. Right. Oh, um, I liked that they brought back Sandman. Um, because I felt that Spider-Man 3 was the worst of this Raimi movies, and Sandman's a great character that they butchered in that fucking movie. Though he really didn't get a whole lot of characterization in this movie. But they have a good guy playing him. And... No, good, good act. Once again, I love the people cast in those movies. Except Peter Parker. Um, but they're bad movies. I'd say the same thing about uh, Garfield's Spider-Man movies. Garfield was great. Those movies were fucking terrible. <laughs> can I just say though that I did like how they finally like hinted a little bit more at the comic book and and cartoon Electro, 
like he had the mask, but it was made out of lightning and it was a lot fainter. No, it definitely looked better than the weird, scary ape monster thing he looked like in the sat movie. Oh my god. Like with the blue gosh. face and the like, it didn't make any sense. I didn't know what it was supposed to be. Attack of the Avatar. <laughs> Yes, it was more. Yes, <laughs> that's why it was Attack of the Avatar. <laughs> good call. Good call. That's a good point. Um, and, all right, all right. I don't normally like Jamie Fox as like a serious actor. Um, he was way better in this movie than he was in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I I think it was also because of the director, though. <laughs> Also, the lines made sense. Go back and recheck any dialogue on the Garfield Spider-Man movies. Ding cannot make that dialogue good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But no, he. Yeah, I liked the the Electro mask that was that was hinted at there. It was it was cool. Um, that that's was something cool. that I did um, want. Also, the whole trailporting the tree into the prison cell might have been the funniest scene of the whole movie. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Shoots is this tree a villain? <laughs> shoots the shoots the teleporty thing right through Electro before he has his body back. It was also cool to see like these villains be them like just be them like the fact that Doc Ock got that redeeming moment he really didn't get to get real well. That was also because they intended to have a fourth movie with him returning as Doc Ock that never happened. Um he wasn't supposed to actually die at the end of that movie. Um, but it was really cool at the end there where he grabbed, like he's not actually evil anymore. No, I'm fixed. <laughs> I got this, y'all. It was nice. It was nice. Which, I mean, I would I would be okay with another Sam Raimi universe movie, but like, let's, I want, I want the Garfield movie because like, Garfield's a substantially better actor. No, not even that. The last time we saw them, they teased Paul Giamatti as fucking Rhino, and I want that oh, so no. bad. That dude, no, they made so many. They made that reference. Oh, I fought a guy in a giant armored Rhino costume. Like <laughs> I want that. I want Paul Giamatti's Rhino so bad. I've I've wanted it ever <laughs> since that scene. I, I I literally remember the scene you're talking about, and yes, I agree. That was pretty. Not badass. to mention the hint uh. to the Sinister Six. So they okay. So currently, the only movies on Sony's official docket that they're still supposedly releasing is a Sinister Six movie. Um, I'm I, like I said, when it comes to Sony and Spider-Man, I hold my breath because we are also supposed to have. That the, uh, begs the question: Then is it going to be in a different universe? Uh, like, because well, the only people that are back... listed, well, are only people currently listed are. Uh, guy that played scorpion in the two scenes he's been in batman who played vulture oh uh yeah um michael keaton i know who he was i just like calling him batman um but I... are they gonna bring back jake gyllenhaal to reprise mysterio so from what they posted they're going with the ultimate comic sinister six which doesn't have mysterio in it okay because I uh, thought when they showed the Sinister Six thing in, in the thing, like, yeah, we saw the vulture wings, but I'm pretty sure we saw the Mysterio helmet. So in the original teaser they did after the first Spider-Man movie of the current year, when they showed that first teaser for the... They've been teasing Sinister Six since Homecoming, okay? Uh, well, this but was no, like uh, a teaser thing. Like, this was an end credits thing that I'm talking about. 
Oh. The only thing they've ever actually released as a teaser for Sinister Six was a short teaser that Sony dropped with, like, no information in it and some clips with, like, the villains. The only teaser that they've had in movie was at the end of Homecoming where Vulture met Scorpion. There was no, like... Sinister Six preview in any in any actual movie. There was a Sony released YouTube thing where they like hinted that they were planning a Sinister Six movie. This was like seven years ago. So, as I've said, I believe Sony when a movie comes out, <laughs> they lie. Or they like forget that they promised things. No, that could no. Be it too. See, yeah, I was right. Amazing Spider-Man two. Um, there was a, oh yeah the okay scene at the end where Hold they went through all Stop. the different so, stuff and they had the they doc also Ock. yes but they also fired the entire team behind that movie. I mean that's fair, but like that's the last thing that I yeah. saw about the actual like Sinister Six like. Yeah no, so Sony released a thing after the second Spider Man movie had come out or was announced. Where they announced that they were going to be working on a Sinister Six project. They had released like a YouTube thing. I don't even know if it's still up. They had, like, clips of who they were going to have, and it was just, like, nothing information. Um, which is, like, a Sony trailer, really, for, like, they have actual filming done. I remember when Amazing Spider-Man was announced, they just said, like, Amazing Spider-Man! That was the whole trailer. Uh, when the Tom Holland movie first came out, I remember being in theaters watching a different movie, and I saw a trailer for that movie, and I saw... None of what was in the first Spider-Man movie in this trailer of this, like, helicopter being taken down by Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't trust Sony when it comes to movies because they lie. Yeah, no. The, the, f- just from what I remember from the, the thing in, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, it would be Doc Ock, Mysterio, well, maybe, Sandman, maybe Vulture, that was their Scorpion, initial plan. and Kraven the Hunter. That was their original plan with the Amazing Spider-Man but then they, like, you know, <clears throat> shut down their entire production studio. But now with the chance of a third movie and that teaser at the end of the second one. I will hold my breath. It'll never happen. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to hold out hope. Thank you very much. I'm... Well, while you're holding out hope, I'm going to talk about movies that are probably actually happening. For example, <laughs> the end of this movie. We did get a weird hint credit scene where tom or uh, tom hardy you know gets which i don't understand the tom hardy thing because he didn't know who peter parker was why did he get teleported to tom holland's universe then why did he get teleported back at the end he never knew who peter parker was except because of that one commercial he watched after he was already teleported there his whole connection there makes no sense Based on the information we have from this movie, being um, teleported there and out makes no sense. Unless it had something to do with the symbiote itself. I mean, considering it's part so why of why would him. Tom Holland be there? You mean Tom Hardy? Just, yeah, sorry. Their names are Tom. <laughs> they actually love each other. Like, they totally bromance. It's funny to watch. Um, but, no. So, all right, I, mean, I thought... Kind of Tom Holland with everybody that he... Like, him, oh, have you never watched an RDJ and <laughs> no, 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 YouTube Tom Holland and Tom Hardy? It's the funniest thing you'll ever watch. It's hilarious, but 
getting back to the scene though so anyway i'm gonna ignore the inconsistencies of him being there and then being teleported out the tiny speck of the symbiote that was left which also doesn't make any sense um creates so many new questions <laughs> yeah i because i i had those same questions like who's it gonna be is it gonna be is it gonna end up being like anti-venom is it gonna end up being like uh toxin or you know who who we go oh, toxin get? toxin would be cool except it would just wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because the whole toxin arc is more about carnage than venom is toxins uh venoms oh kid. yeah there's just there's just so many uh, um the whole thing is maybe it'll, it'll bring the mcu venom up because they've always had this question about how they could do venom in both universes because sony doesn't want to let go of venom because right now it's and so we'll see how Morbius does, but until then, it's their biggest property. Um, but in allowing MCU to do their own thing with Venom, this is how they make that happen without breaking their own canon, which is cool, I guess. It is cool. There's so it many questions. Suck, though, because I, <laughs> I would really like it to stay Tom Hardy throughout all of it. I it, really it just like depends his... on It just depends on what they do. Yeah, I just I love him I don't agree as Eddie Brock. With, I don't agree with the MCU and all their choice making things. Um, I, I, Kevin Feige is not a terrible like series runner. He does really have not. good ideas. He just so much is expected from every Marvel movie that that's actually the problem with Marvel movies. Um, great example, um, WandaVision. I actually love WandaVision. People bitched incessantly about WandaVision because it wasn't what they wanted it to be. Then I responded with, they never promised you these things that you're mad about. Ever. <laughs> like, they didn't. Yeah, I, You I, made those assumptions yourself. I thought WandaVision was dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed everything they brought out TV series-wise so far. I wasn't as happy about um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier <laughs> only because... Falcon and Winter Soldier, you tell. Oh, it's, it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I know what it's called, but I'm going to call it that. Anyway, my only complaint with that is is that you could tell that there were a bunch of cuts, and the way they edited it made the show make so much less sense than I bet it was about to. Part of it is because it was originally about a virus bioweapon. They had to re-edit the whole movie after they filmed it because a real pandemic happened. Right. Um, and you can tell, like, you can tell the scenes that were spliced in to try to make it make sense. They're, they were hard cuts. Um, I still like the show. It was just, so far, the worst thing they've done. Um, then MODOK came out, and I think MODOK's the best thing that's ever come out from Marvel, and more people should watch the animated MODOK show. Right. I, I have to agree. It's amazing. It's it is amazing. And I, we've never really got so in Captain America two. They had a Modoc, except he wasn't, and he was terrible. Oh. The computer with a face. Yeah, I was supposed to be Modoc. Oh, that's some bullshit. And they've, they've announced the MCU Modoc a few times, and it's never happened. I want Patton Oswalt to be the MCU Modoc <laughs> in a live action film. I would watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he could do it. I am the terrible. 
I also think he'd no, be but... really good in a live action Turtles movie as as a live action Krang. There will never be a good live action Turtles movie again. No, no, there won't. Like the first one. The sequels they were not good. And then every attempt to make a Turtles movie let's not forget about the Megan Fox Turtles movie. I like to call them what movies? Those didn't happen. <laughs> Like, Megan Fox looks really nice in a push-up bra. But she can't act to save her life. That's she makes fair. Tobey Maguire look like a tour de force actor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Bro, like, back to Spider-Man. So, um, I, obviously they're going to do another Tom Holland spider movie because it's like printing money. Why wouldn't they do that? Um, But, obviously... For those that have seen it, if you haven't, why are you here? Um, no, he's not going to be with MJ anymore. Clearly, <laughs> for now. Yeah. No, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna move elsewhere. I think we're gonna get more Black Cat stories. That's my theory. I think we're gonna get finally a real Felicia Hardy tale, which a college Spider-Man story. He's going to college, or at least gonna be in the adult lifestyle. I hope it happens. Yes, which will make a lot more sense for him. He'll, you know. I do think they're going to keep having J. Jonah Jameson on there as J. Jonah Jameson, which I think is going to be great. It's also when he started working for J. Jonah Jameson, who was in the co the college arcs. It's going to be cool. Yes. <laughs> it, I, and I, yeah, I, I am so, so glad <laughs> that they, they kept him. No, what I love is that they kept him. And they erased his memory. Everyone's memory. The whole concept of how they... So everyone who remembers everything about Peter Parker is gone. Yet somehow he still has a social security number and is able to get a place to live. Question mark. <laughs> Weird. So... MCU is full of inconsistencies. That's not even really a big one. It just made me go, wait a minute, hold on. You can't just get an apartment. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> There's steps. There's steps. This is New York. So there's a lot of steps. <laughs> I don't think the spell erases all existence of Peter Parker. It's just all anybody who knew him or, or no, 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 him no, forgets the, about the him. The last scene was everyone forgets about Peter Parker. That also means that, like, think, for example, even if everyone forgot his name, if they Google search Peter Parker in the current way things were, they'd find Spider-Man. That spell to actually work, everything would have to erase him from existence. The way that the spell was explained. It's the information age. Yeah, but who's going to search Peter Parker it, I'm not saying that it's a bad scene. I'm just saying it was an inconsistency. But the MCU is full of inconsistencies. That's, that's not even a big one. Mm, that's it's, fair. It's just, it's fine. I just, it was one of those things that made me went, like the whole Venom thing. Why was Eddie Brock brought to the other universe? Because he never heard of Peter Parker before. Until he got there and then saw the, the thing on the TV. Then he was sent back. It just didn't make any sense. That's not that bad. It was just a thing I noticed. I mean, me being a noticing things kind of person. Well, yeah. 
I don't I don't know. I just I sat back and enjoyed the film. <laughs> I don't I don't try to pick it apart. I was so excited for it anyways. I enjoyed the film and I enjoyed picking it apart. Um there are a few things like it's a good movie. It's plot is well developed. The cast is good except for um you know people that played Spider Man twenty years ago. And um writing was good. You know, bad acting can be saved by good writing. Good acting cannot save bad writing. Anyway. Um, there, there, there's a couple things that we haven't even really touched on yet, though. And it's the, it's one of the most important things. We haven't really touched on Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I literally talked about how great Willem Dafoe was for like five minutes. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't really talk about his like, much of like goblin storyline at all because at Green one goblin point is a crazy person because well, no, at one point he he <laughs> was kind of like gone it, it was just norman there for a little while well that's so that's just kind of how it was in that first movie it would bounce between the two it's just we only had the one movie with him in it um i always felt killing him off that early on was a mistake because willem dafoe yeah, but they wanted to try and do Hobgoblin. Except they didn't. Hobgoblin. Okay. Spider-Man comics fan. John Hobbs is the Hobgoblin. Oh, I know. Predates Green Goblin by a lot. I know. But <laughs> um, they, they, they tried to make Harry Hobgoblin. Which didn't make any sense. Because I, Harry's I the Green Goblin in the comics. I, I agree. Ah! I, 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 I agree. Ah! That's, just, that's just what they so, tried to do. I, I completely saw that agree movie, with I was, you. I was like, okay, hold on, wait a minute. And I was a kid when this weekend. I was like, <laughs> I read Spider-Man comics. They're skipping everything. <laughs> they're, they're Still skipping making it him in high school. <laughs> like, okay, there's a whole arc where he's fighting... Hobgoblin, who's basically a billionaire sociopath <laughs> who gets mugged by another billionaire sociopath <laughs> and they steal all of his shit. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's that's just comic logic for you. It doesn't have to make sense as long as it's cool. I know. What they did doesn't make sense. The whole John Hobbs thing in the comics worked out really well because... Um, John Hobbs got found out as the Hobgoblin, and him and Peter Parker went to war, and basically he got found out publicly and then dies. But all of his shit gets stolen by another billionaire sociopath named Norman Osborn, who actually designed it all. That's how he knew what it was when it was on the screen, and we. <laughs> um, and then you find out that the whole Hobgoblin thing was orchestrated by Norman Osborn, and then. Norman goes into a coma and his son becomes the Green Goblin and then they take turns being the Green Goblin periodically depending on which decade you're reading it in. <laughs> it's, better than, it's better than DC that just reinvents its story every two years. I mean, that's fair. He's like, alright, Batman issue one. Oh, it's not. Well, alright, Batman 2016 issue one. <laughs> This time, Batman is actually cat person. <laughs> oh, no, he's not? In this version, he is. It's in the new 72. 
I've um, it, it, is it a bit called the New Fifty Two? I was joking about Batman. Marvel has actually kept the same canon, in quotations, uh, since the 60s, which is totally not true. They've retconned a bunch of shit. They've kept the same canon uh, for years, apparently. I Uh, mean, they've kept a lot of it. I'll put it like this. I'll use X-Men. Or actually, Spider-Man is a great example. Um, Spider-Man was out in the 60s, and Peter Parker is still in new issues now. He's like a 34-year-old. Do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And they'll reference the 60s. Marvel Comics is like what happens when cocaine and LSD forget what they are. (laughs) Uh, Dude, so I remember in 2010 when they did the X-Men versus Avengers comic arc, which I loved. I I read it every issue like a crazy person. I was in Afghanistan ordering issues of comic books. That's how into this I was. I remembered sitting there thinking, wait a minute, hold on. They're finally going to end Scott Summers' run as leader of the X-Men. He's only been leader of the X-Men since the 90s. He's only been in the X-Men since the 60s. No, no, they're actually going to somehow make him the villain, then make him the leader of the X-Men again. I I hate you. I hate you, Marvel (laughs) Comics. At one point, before Tony Stark actually dies as Iron Man, which I think they brought him back again, but he did die for a while. He was dead for a while. But before that, he was actually in a relationship with Mary Jane, which is actually, like, one of the funniest arcs of the comic I remember, like, in history. (laughs) Tony Stark and Mary Jane hanging out was funny as fuck. Oh, I can imagine. That was... Because, I mean, sexy redhead intelligence expert and... Tony Stark. <laughs> Be like, you're a really excellent mission to the team. Coming out of his pool in a bath in a bathrobe, and he's like, <laughs> excellent member of the team. <laughs> yeah, so, that's um, something he would do. I'm glad that they are keeping true to some of the things they promised. They promised us an Ironheart thing, and they're doing an Ironheart thing. I actually love the Rory Williams Iron Heart slash, you know, Iron Person. Um, that a lot of people hated because, kill it! It's black! <laughs> Jesus Christ. They did it. I'm just telling you what they did. God, put more context to it than that, though, Jesus. <laughs> oh, alright, alright. In the comics, after uh, Tony Stark dies, he has a person that he left everything to, which is Rory Williams, which is basically like, Young, awesome, cool girl with good with technology. She becomes the next Iron Man, a.k.a. Ironheart. Well, when this comic was coming out, um, a bunch of people, I'm not going to name what, like, sect of evil they come from, but they hated it, and their responses were always, there can't be a black girl who's Iron Man. That doesn't make any sense. They basically have said it nonstop until... I don't know if they ever stopped. Like, I think if I go and look that they're making an Ironheart show, there's going to be like a thousand comments from, Kill it, it's black! God damn it. <laughs> Just telling you what they do. I, mean, I'm, I love Rory Williams. I'm stoked they're going to do an Ironheart show. I never thought Disney would have the balls, because, you know, Disney doesn't do controversial things. Right. I'm, I'm excited they'll for pre- it. They'll pretend to do controversial things. <laughs> but they won't actually. 
Yeah, I mean, that, I'm, to be I'm, fair, from a, a fan standpoint, I'm stoked for Ironheart. Yeah, I'm more I'm, excited I'm, about it than other projects. I'm excited for it. Um, the thing I'm most excited for is She-Hulk. Because we had Daredevil show up at the beginning of the Spider-Man movie. And Matt Murdock is a huge... If they do it right, Matt Murdock should be a huge character in She-Hulk. Which I would they like to see right. Charlie Cox play play more Daredevil. Oh, so he, they announced that they're currently working on season four of Daredevil for Disney Plus. Good. Not announced. Good. And season three of The Punisher. Uh, don't like The Punisher? I don't like John Bernthal. Really? Yeah. Tell um, me more about your pussy problems. Fuck you. Listen, pleb. Okay. Pleb? <laughs> Sorry. I was just thinking of like Dark Souls people, and I, this is what came to mind. I couldn't help it. Um, What's your problem with John Barenthal's? The... Sure, I thought he was dope. So, John Bernthal has this thing about him where all he can do is look like he's going batshit insane 24-7 with big wide eyes. He's playing the Punisher. Okay, the Punisher is a lot more tactical and, and a lot more level-headed than John Bernthal can play. Like, he was way too off the rails the whole time. Okay, so to be fair, the first two seasons of that series were early Punisher. Our early Punisher wasn't that tactical. He was kind of a loose cannon. Uh, they they did play him from a way earlier arc in his story. And they kind of fucked it up in that first season where he found all his Punisher gear and then like he became the Punisher after a second season for some reason. Like, like they had to do it again. Um, I actually don't like the second season as much as the first season. But I'm excited to see what they do. I actually think John Bernthal's a really good actor. He just the show he was playing for what it was, he was just becoming the Punisher. Really the name Punisher hadn't even existed yet. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of him as Shane in, in The Walking Dead either. Like I just You're I... not supposed to like Shane. Shane's a prick. The comics, he was worse in the comics. <laughs> it's just I've never I, liked him in anything I've seen him in. This is my thing. So those are the two things you've seen him in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Point. I, I think another season of him will be good. I, I'm, I'm interested to see it. Well, I mean, if I see you in a couple things and I don't like you either, I'm certainly not going to go out and look for more of your work. <laughs> like, no offense to John Burns. watch Punisher season three. Take that. I mean, yeah, there I'll have will. to because it'll have you, something you to want... do with something. You know, I'm actually here's the thing. So the thing I'm mad about, I get that Disney doesn't take risks very much. I'm actually kind of bummed that they're not going to be keeping Iron Fist. The first Iron Fist season was terrible. Season was bad. Season two was solid. I felt they could have made it work from season three. Season two was good. I don't care what he says. It was a good season of that series. See, they just I'd like... like to see more Jessica Jones. But on Jessica Jones was not announced, but, but... They, they Oh no. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I do now. 
Sorry about that. I uh, had a notification. I clicked on it. It was for Discord. So it opened a new instance of Discord. Can't be doing that. I'm sorry. My clicker, clicker, click, click, click. Yeah, you need to quit clicking. You're over there drinking. You're clicking too much. Click, click, click. Listen, I anyways. Anyways, no, I'd like to see Jessica Jones more, but I I don't think it'll ever be as interesting as when they had Kilgrave. Um, So, um, funny story. They did announce that Jessica Jones, at least the actress that plays her, is going to be in She-Hulk, so I assume there will be some Jessica Jones scenes in there. I think they're planning on bringing her in hardcore. I just... um, there are other villains that Jessica Jones would have dealt with um, that are going to be way bigger than Kilgrave. I mean, maybe one bigger than Kilgrave, Kilgrave but is you a can't. no, no, no. Kilgrave is a super tiny villain. Now they already fucked up one villain they could have used really hardcore in this because they made that Black Widow movie and they ruined Taskmaster forever. <laughs> Like, I actually liked the movie all in all, except they ruined Taskmaster forever. That's fair. Forever. No, no Taskmaster, but, but... Like, you just, you can't... They've already announced that um, they want to bring back Kingpin. <sighs> and I would just love to see her face Kingpin instead of Daredevil. Oh, what's his, what's his name? Um... Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent. I, I knew that Dude, I love Great actor. His first name. Oh yeah, I've loved him ever since Full Metal Jacket. My favorite Vincent D'Onofrio role is actually him in the cage. Just... Nice. But he also did great in that one Law and Order show he was a part of for a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't like Law and Order shows, but you know Vincent D'Onofrio can kind of hold his own in any role. He kind of can. Yeah. Dude, quit making a He's mess. He's a good actor. <laughs> I have beer bottles around me because I haven't cleaned in a couple of days, weeks, <laughs> months. But no, like for me, you, just, you can't. Uh, I don't know. With with Kilgrave being being played by David Tennant, you just can't top his performance on screen. You can't. <laughs> like he is the, the most time. charismatic villain she will ever face. <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean at the same time, I could, I could, I could come up with a Marvel villain that's kind of a low bit villain because that's what she'll face. She'll face bit villains, and I could name an actor and I could connect the two. They would also be great because when I thought of uh, Jebediah, whatever his last name is, off the top of my head now, that Dave Tennant played in that movie, um. Yeah, I never would have put him down as like a main showstopper villain. He's a super bit villain in the comics. But Dave Tennant rocked that shit out. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's um, that's the thing. It's David Tennant. He's, he's his... Oh, trust me. As a, So, as a Doctor Who fan, by the way, I love Dave Tennant's acting. I actually hate his run of Doctor Who. Not because his acting was bad, because his run of Doctor Who was written by like a chimpanzee on crack. <laughs> um... As a huge Doctor Who fan, I feel like that whole era was, like, a mistake. But, getting back to Dave Tennant. Yeah, but also, with the whole universe collapsing thing, they could bring him back. Why not? They could bring anyone back. They could also bring other people into existence that never existed before. 
Um, they can bring Quicksilver back as a different actor, which they've already hinted they're totally planning on still doing, even though they already did it but as a joke so they can make a boner joke. That's fair. I actually want... So, hey, he's actually a character in the comics, Ralph Boner. Um, and if that's the case, and that's the route they're going, we might see Ralph Boner as Quicksilver. Or... I mean, I'd be okay uh, with that. His Quicksilver is my favorite. <laughs> well, the MCU original Quicksilver was a mistake. <laughs> but a whole second Avengers movie was kind of a mistake. Except <laughs> the fact the guy they had playing Ultron was the best. Right. Period. But yeah. So Spider-Man. It was amazing. Uh, I no, it was not Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah, it was oh, an, it was an amazing Spider-Man movie. Gosh. It was a good it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I I all right. <clears throat> At this current time, I have never found a Spider-Man movie to be a good Spider-Man movie. There have been good movies with Spider-Man in them, but I have really high standards for my Spider-Man, and it's just never happened. Call me a mean old dickhead, but I'm waiting one day for that really amazing Spider-Man movie to happen. I mean, I've had I've had several good Spider-Man movies in my life. I feel. And see, there's there's what I'm hearing is I'm hearing you being like, oh, 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 oh. Sam Sam Raimi's movies were good. Oh, 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 oh. I'm hearing. Well, I think someone's had plenty of alcohol for the evening, and I think we've talked about Spider-Man and Marvel for (laughs) plenty. Um, I think the next time we're coming around, it might be Elden Ring or something. I don't know. Um, Maybe nothing, because I I might never speak to this dickhead again. Uh, Oh, he's just uh, being a pussy. Let him go. We we will talk to everyone next time, and you guys have a wonderful day.